Listening to Broodlands. Hey, welcome to another episode of Broodlands. We're taking the week off, but what you're about to hear is what we recorded for the What's on Tap podcast at Pedicola's Brewing on New Year's Eve 2016. We're joined again by Stefan from What's on Tap and Javi from Central Track. If you want to subscribe to What's on Tap, go to whatsontappodcast.com. That's whatsontappodcast.com. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our show. All the links can be found at brewbloods.net. Thanks for listening to the show, and here's our episode with the What's on Tap podcast. Two men journey to the bars and restaurants of Scandinavia to find amazing beers, always with the same question. Hey, what's on tap? It's time to find out. Okay, this is a very special episode of What's on Tap podcast. Uh, Matthias is not here today. He is back in Sweden, and I am in Dallas, Texas, celebrating the Pedicolas 5th anniversary... Uh, I don't know, what is it? Anniversary. Fifth anniversary. anniversary, anniversary. Of being, it's our 5th uh, anniversary New Year's Eve party. Right, and so yeah. as you can hear, I am joined by many people, including the gentleman from Brewbloods. Hello. Mark and Dustin. Yep. Mark, Mark and Dustin, Dustin yeah. yeah. The yeah. Brewbloods podcast, another podcast. Yeah. And we are also joined by a very special guest. Uh, Javier Fuentes. Uh, I write for a local Dallas site called Central Track, for the most part. Uh, do movie reviews and uh, podcasts with these two guys. And he wears well. jorts. Yeah, and, and, and I love jorts. And he loves jorts. Currently Loggers. wearing some right now. Yeah. Jorts, yeah. a flannel shirt, and drinking a light Mexican lager. As has he should be. Yeah. You have yes. to uh, stereotype. He's going to use the word vato a lot, so yeah. Yeah. be prepared exactly. for that. An essay. Yeah. Our local hipster. He only has his top button button. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. He's also wearing a blue uh, bandana on his head. Right. Yeah, he, he is all about Thug Life. He, thug Life didn't, he didn't yeah. choose Thug Life. Thug Life chose him. Right. He can't help it. It's just the way it goes. Yeah. All right, well, we're very excited about this. Um, Pedicolas is one of the Dallas kind of like uh, premier microbreweries in the area. Uh, you guys know much more about it. You guys are all up their ass. So yeah, we are. Why, why don't you uh, <laughs> tell I, I us on... Elbow to asshole me, is your preferred term? Tell or? me the story of Pedicolas. Uh, well, this is their fifth anniversary. started by Michael Pedicolas, who's a giant football fan, I guess in European terms, soccer fan. And it, that's kind of a recurring theme throughout the brewery is you see a lot of uh, soccer emblems and football teams. There's always... Uh, football on the TV, American and uh, soccer. Um, he doesn't can or bottle. He only does uh, kegs. And it's uh, he really strives for a balance and freshness all right. in all of his beers. He doesn't he doesn't like the, what would we call a bit beer, like a peanut butter chocolate stout or a extreme jalapeno bomb beer. He All of his beers, he strives for a balance throughout them. So his premier beer is Velvet Hammer, which is a hoppy red ale. Uh, one of my favorite beers in Dallas. And it's still, I think, my favorite beer that he does, although I like many of his beers, um, just because it's a standout. So that's what yeah. short sweet of it. And Michael's a former uh, attorney, so he's also yes. helped with some Texas laws that have needed to be changed in the brewery realm and yeah. the beer realm. He's helping get distribution um, laws changed. Yeah, I know you guys have had a lot of uh, interesting conversations with him. Yeah, on oh, yeah. he's show. a great guy. He's very, uh, uh, he likes to talk, and it, he likes to talk about everything around beer so it's he's a really nice guy um, and a very brief history of just Dallas you know 2008 or so is when the first couple of 2004 2005 the first couple of craft breweries appeared we only had two one in Fort Worth oh. one in uh, McKinney and then Pedicolas was part of the second wave that came in around 2012 with Deep Ellen right so, so when I lived here it was uh, it was RAR and Franconia uh, no it wasn't Franconia or at least they weren't 
well known at the time. It right. was it was maybe uh, Revolver. Not Revolver. No, Revolver yet. was a little later. Yeah, it, we're talking like nine years ago, so ten years ago, basically. Uh, all I remember was Rar and Franconia. Franconia was two thousand eight, and I think right. Rar was two thousand four, and they were okay. really it until yeah. two thousand twelve. Boom, kind of happened. Yeah. And now we have what 60, uh, 60 craft breweries so somewhere in that ballpark. Those lines, and, and it's yeah. growing more. We've got yeah, way too many breweries I that mean, from what I we don't even know about. Forty yep. more licenses up for approval in the next year. All right, and, and, and so I mean, I've tried some really, really great Texas beers. So right. uh, I think I think Deep Ellum Brewery is probably my my favorite so far of the ones I've tried. Yeah, they just uh, got sold. Actually, they just sold it, themselves. Yeah. What have you liked from them so far? Well, I tried their uh, the Deep Ellum IPA. I yep. thought that was very solid, and then I tried the uh, Darkest Hour. Yeah, and and both of those were just like outstanding. I wish you'd been here around whenever they had a uh, the Wealth and Taste. I feel like that's their best beer. Yeah. I actually. Uh, I don't know, through shady dealings and connections, I managed to get a keg for my sister's wedding three nice. years ago, and that was really hard to get, but uh, but it's it's a Chardonnay uh, H, what is it, is it a strong ale, I believe? It's like, I think, I think so. it was like 9 to 10%, but that is honestly one of their best beers. Their Four Swords is also very good. Yes. That's their aged barley wine and uh, wine barrels, I believe. Yeah. Okay, that sounds really yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I like... Um, <laughs> Jesus, Noble, Noble Ray, Noble Ray. I like their packaging. They're down, down they're down the street, man. <laughs> they I mean, their their packaging is amazing. So uh, if you go I, look I wasn't at their... crazy about the beer that you sent me. Yeah, is uh, that the Baracus Brano. Uh, yeah, yeah, or was I it think the, so. The off the leash. Off the leash. Off yeah, the, leash. the one that's yeah, got yeah. a dominatrix song. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all their cans are designed. So if you stack the two of them together, you'll get a full, complete picture of their artwork. It, exactly. Yeah. It, it's they're beautiful cans, and I saw the. Uh, Six in the canoe, which yeah, I thought was really one. funny, um, which is a mermaid basically uh, yeah. design. But uh, I found it, uh, I really like the the name of that. Yeah, they're a down light the lager. street actually okay. from here. They're, yeah, they're a local brew pub. Yeah, it's it's funny because right now where we're at in Dallas is called a design district. Essentially, <laughs> sorry. All right, so so to paint a picture here, this is a warehouse district. Yeah, and it's one of those neighborhoods where you're driving through and you're kind of like. Should I be here? Am I going to I, get what, Where am I? Where am I exactly? This right. is not uh, a neighborhood where you're just. Is Hobbit's gang going to pop around the corner? Exactly. <laughs> if if, if you rifle? shouldn't be here, you you would not be here. Kind, That's why we roll with yeah. But the but the irony is that then you take a little closer look and you'll see all these galleries of yeah. high end art, high-end expensive furniture yeah <laughs> furniture stores with mid century modern, yeah. uh, you know three thousand dollar chairs There's or something a, like that. Uh, a small batch soda company right around the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw, Oak, I saw Cliff, that. As well as there's the, the cider shop yeah. uh, that's, that's really nice. Uh, there's Bishop, uh, Bishop's. Bishop's yeah, yeah. Cider. They just yeah. opened up a barcade. So. Yeah, I, I saw yeah. that. And yeah. it was... Got to do. Yeah, Got to go there. A lot of small batch free range stuff around here. <laughs> yeah, it's gluten free. free. Yeah, yeah. Gluten free, vegan. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's handcrafted. Locally sourced. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, perfect. Sourced. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So, yeah, today we're drinking the Operation Collaboration Pedicolis. It's a... You know, funnily enough, a collaboration I did with Green Flash out of California. Uh, it's an American IPA, 8% ABV, and 75 IBU. So you are all over stats, Mister. I just well, you that's, are, you are we Mr. Stats. that's how we roll a brew boy. That's our format, Mister Stats. Lots of numbers, lots of like, facts. Lots I'm not figures. even like getting it a more edgewise there. You're just like bam, 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 bam. Well, which, you know, long time so, podcaster, so yeah, yeah. So which Green Flash on its own is a very good brewery. Yes, they I, absolutely, great IPAs. I absolutely love Green Flash. They do some really great stuff. They're uh, yeah. just standard issue West Coast IPA is yeah. one of the best uh, West Coast IPAs going. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it is one of the standard bearers for sure in in the United States. So yeah, I've never actually, actually never had this. Um, oh really? It's one of their beers I just always missed, like the Prime Minister, which they have on tap here. Yeah, this uh, one's not out a ton. Like yeah, the, no. 
But I still haven't had the Thrill of Brazil either, which is another one they only do. Yeah, for, that one's the one they do only during soccer yeah, World seasons. Cup years. Yep. So. Oh, that, I thought it was just World Cup years. Oh, really? Until they had, they had that here today. Um, I don't know if they have Thrill in Brazil here. I'm I not thought sure. that they had everything here. Maybe so. they do. Well, I haven't seen Pick Hammer either. So I've seen oh, this, pick this, this event is a sham. <laughs> we are Wait, out what is, everything. The pick hammer is like their lightweight. Was, it's their lightweight velvet hammer. Yeah. yeah. Oh shit! It was, we gotta call Alex out, man. It's extremely lightweight. <laughs> like, they hey, may bro? have it. I just haven't seen it. But. Like, yeah. Hey, bro, where's it at? But, yeah. So what is this called again? This is the Operation Collaboration. Operation Collaboration. Yeah. I will say I I'm really liking this. The look mm-hmm. and the style and this. Uh, we've had this for about. It's 30 minutes now. Yeah, he doesn't... I don't think he filters many of his beers. Like no, it's really yeah. super cloudy. Yeah. It's got a nice golden haze to it. Got a good very, head on it. Very honeyish. Yeah. yeah, and it's really frothed up. Mm-hmm. Quite quite nice. Uh, like, it's still car- It's still pretty carbonated, yeah. oh, actually. Yeah. Like, we've been here how long? About, about 30 minutes. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. And it's still going. It's, it's yeah. still got a little bit of very thin head. And but, he... Uh, yeah, he does. He also does another IPA, the uh, Sit Down or Sit Down, which is a double IPA. Which yeah, is, is this a double IPA or a regular? This IPA? is a single IPA. Okay, single, it yeah. smells like yeah. a double IPA. Yeah, yeah. But it smells very similar to the yeah. to the uh, Sit Down. It, it smells a lot like it's got that kind of malty sweetness that you get from a double IPA sometimes. It's not as strong as the Sit Down though. No. Sit Down's no. got a, lot, got a lot touch of those West Coast hops. Yeah, yeah. five point four percent, seven percent, seven percent, seven percent. So it's like you get yeah, you get that double flavor without the double oh, sorry, 8%, ABV. Yeah. It's not a double. Not I mean, I mean, technically, this is a double IPA at 8%. Yeah, but it's an imperial, but imperial. not necessarily a double. Imperial, all right. Yeah. So yeah. Imperial, well, yeah. Potato, potato, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the sit-down is like 9 or 10, right? I think it's 10. Yeah. It's like yeah. a triple, then. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing yeah. with most better colas beer. It's like if you find one that's <laughs> below 10% or 9%, that's kind of like... He's, that's kind of the more drinkable kind of ones. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's I mean, The one they just released, which was Turn Out the Lights, is their Irish Dry Stout, very Guinness-like, is... I think five percent. Yeah, six, it's like five point six. Alfred Brown. Yeah, they want they wanted to get something more sessionable. Yeah, Alfred Brown's only five point three. Yeah. yeah, they got a couple, but, but a lot of their their flagship beers are yeah. very big. Yeah, yeah, because we just tried uh, five years of. Uh, what was it again? It was a the great, barley wine. Uh, great Scott. Yeah, the Great Scott. The Great Scott. Yeah, and that was, those were all 11%. Yeah. yeah. And then we tried, I tried the uh, 2013 double uh, Belgian, and that was another 11%. Yeah, so, they're, they're big beers. Yeah, yeah. And their Wintervention, which is, a, they only release once a year. Is that's the Duke not the barley wine? Oh, yeah, the Duke, Duke is a barley wine. Yeah, yeah. So what, what, what was the uh, the Great Scott? Great Scott was, uh, what, the, was that the Belgian? Uh, maybe Bench. I'm sorry, yeah. We double Belgian? This, we should know this, but... Uh, <laughs> I was expecting you to have everything memorized. I know. So you have to have a pause. Facts and figures. These awkward moments of... Because uh, we have the, the king of Ed that oh, knows everything. Great and Scott is of... appropriately a Scotch ale. A Scotch ale. Oh, okay. there you Duh. go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you are the professor of what are you? Uh, stuff. Yeah. Professor, professor of things. Yeah. And professor of things. Yeah. yeah. So between the two of you, we know a <laughs> lot about nothing. Yes. <laughs> two yeah. PhDs failed back to back. All right. So taking a sip, I would say this stems tastes like hands down double IPA. Mm-hmm. Just straight up the line. It's uh, got a, like a almost tropical. It's got a lot of tropical notes to it. Oh. Yeah. I find a more. Malty, danky kind of flavor to it. Very, yeah. very dank. You know, it reminds me. Have you had the Founders Ridiculous? I have. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of a bit of that. See that? Yeah. It actually reminds me a little bit of uh, to to reference a Dallas uh, beer, the Dream Crusher. <laughs> it reminds me a little bit of that without the booze. Yeah, the there's not Crusher. a lot of booze to it. For no, sure. it's very well, it's easy to drink, but find... it's flavorful. Yeah, I don't find this this overly boozy. I find it very dank and, and just kind of refreshing. Oh, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah it's like. Opening up a fresh dime bag or something, you know, of, of cheap, <laughs> of cheap pot. Yeah. It's got that, of cheap Mexican weed. Yeah, that, yep. that retro nasal effect of translating, you know, 
uh, smell yeah. the taste or vice versa. It's, it definitely reminds me of like cheap weed, which is not a bad thing. I mean, yeah. pleasant effects. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, pleasant hops effects. and weed yeah, have they're a lot of correlation. Yeah, exactly. They're in the same family, so yeah. it makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, it's it, but it's got um, on the back end, uh, like on the roof of my mouth, very tropical notes, almost pineapple-y or grapefruity. Oh, really? Much so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I totally get that. I get that, too. I get a hop finish, but I get the, I get di- the pineapple-y in the middle. It's I, get di- more, yeah. I get more of the malty flavor. Oh, it's malty you know? up front. Like, I'm just thinking, so malty. Yeah. It's dime bag no, up front. No, but I'm it's saying, like overtaking everything else for me, at least. No, I, I do get the malt. The malt is kind of a like a, the resiny yeah. undercurrent that you get, but you definitely get that finishing note of the, of the pineapple and... and Tropical fruit nature. It's happy little trees up front, for sure. It very much is, yeah. And I think I think that probably comes more from the the, um, the green flash stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, than from Pedicolas itself. Don't yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely more of a green flash signature too. For sure. I think it's really yeah. smooth drinking though. I mean, it is. it's not. It kind of coats the tongue a little bit, Which, but it doesn't dry you out. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a good it, balance. It's a. I say problem. It's a recurring problem. I'd say that it sounds bad, but it's not. His beers are all almost all nerd inherently drinkable but being high ABV it's easy to slip into that dangerous territory very quickly with them because you yeah. just don't notice that you're drinking because they're not they're never boozy they're always really well balanced and before you know it you've had you know five or six velvet hammers and you're hammered I mean I feel like yeah. then at that point you've got to yeah. kind of have a problem as long as <laughs> you can't like remember that yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I've been there no, no, so, 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 yeah. so he's not the session guys what you're saying no, yeah. not, he is very much a He's he likes the big bold beers, but yeah. uh, but well balanced. Yeah, I think he's trying to do more sessiony stuff just to you know be a little more about have a balanced portfolio. Yeah. But yeah. but I mean yeah. I don't know. I I, I, I really appreciate six. something yeah. so flavorful, but not having the like again the stigma of it's ten or eleven percent ABV. Yeah, you know? like this is this is yeah. this is a good beer. It's it just is. it just sucks that it's not that easy to find sometimes. Yeah. Well, like we've said, with our extremely uh, fatty scarred livers, like eight <laughs> percent is really not that yeah. big of a deal. Yeah. So you could have a couple of these, and it's not it's not going to yeah. put you on your we're, on your ass too quick. The three yeah. of us are all going to do liver transplants into each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty short. Yeah. We're, doing, we're, gonna, third, we're doing a rotation. Yeah. Yeah. Like every few years. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to just quarter each liver and yeah. pass it around. Yeah. Yeah. Generate right. Yeah, it's like Wolverine. So, do you guys? I forgot. You guys do scores on these. We you do five, scores. All right. Five, so right? we do out of five. So, um, Javi, as, as the special special guest, <laughs> what, what do you give this? I would say, uh, I would say this is a four out of five. I really like it. All right. it's, it's really good and drinkable, flavorful IPA, and that's uh yeah, it's really good. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna go probably four and a quarter because uh, it, it's it's it. <laughs> different. It's different enough than a lot of the IPAs we get around here or that people make. Uh, we get a lot of dank IPAs, but I really like the more tropical, somewhat sour flavors in it, which is very different than a lot of Dallas IPAs. So yeah. I like it. I, I think it's a great collaboration. Um, I think uh, Pedicles' balance combined with uh, Green Flash's you know IPA style I think it, it merges well and I'd like to, I wish they would do this more but I understand why they can so okay. yeah I would agree I, I would probably go to 4.25 as well because I think it's very drinkable it's got the the little bit of just a touch of the green flash harshness but the pedicolus balances it out and I think yeah. it's really smooth and drinkable so yeah 4.25 yeah I, I will also go 4.25 I think this is just hands down solid double IPA um it ranks up there with like if you've had Cloudwater or a couple a couple of other um, double IPAs that it's not like the malty version which I absolutely cannot stand. Right. I, I honestly I thought for I thought for a few months I just hated double IPAs because they were all so f- malty. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean this is just it's got that nice balance between the two, and I I really really enjoy this. Um, 
if I wasn't already hammered off of the <laughs> extremely sledgehammer. Uh, yeah, I actually, had, I, I had the sledgehammer was okay. I still need to try the velvet hammer. I, I got it. I'm going to do that next Holy because I got to yeah. say, you know, the. I gotta have the signature yeah. the signature thing they're known for, but uh, yeah, I mean this was this was really really good, and uh, thank you guys for being on the podcast, and uh, thank you, and thank you for for telling me and inviting me to this because this has been a really great event and uh, just a great exposure to I think a really great brewery and hopefully he gets a little more ambitious and starts maybe yeah. canning and, and can, <laughs> be great. can put things out. I mean, Crowlers would be absolutely amazing. Michael, he knows that everybody wants him to can. He's just resistant because of the freshness problem. He wants yeah. everything to be as super fresh as possible, which is why he's been hesitant to do it. Alright, so. we can get... That's, that's like a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I know. Just ego well, talking right there. <laughs> I mean... Remember when Franconia was like, well, we're only going to bottle yeah. whatever... Grocery stores have a recycling system, and, and then, then everyone did it. And he goes, "Okay, we'll do it." Yeah, we got to do yeah. it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, like, honestly, once you can something, the freshness level stays. It does extremely high for a much well, longer they, time. I mean, yeah. three to six months out. For the most part, especially the stuff he's doing, well, high, I, the high ABV stuff, yeah. it's, it's going to be good a year out. I, I, mean, he, I think he's no more problem. resistant to bottling than canning, but I don't yeah. because obviously light and uh, oxidation through the bottling process leaking through the bottle caps. Yeah, I think he's more resistant to that than canning, but he has obviously hasn't invested, invested in canning either. So, also like looking at the brewery here. Where would they put a canning? Yeah, that, I like, mean, that's, a, that's that's also cool. another thing too, you know. Yeah, right. I don't think that they built it with that in mind. So yeah, sure. Hey, where'd you uh, where'd you say the restrooms were? Uh, beside <laughs> of that car, right there. Yeah, yeah. Just just squat behind the car right yeah. there. Yeah, next to the. Beautiful. Do what? Are you still recording? Yeah, of course. Okay. Oh, it's awesome. I'm glad you caught that. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. All this golden conversation. Leave yeah. all that in there. Oh, this don't is forget. All in here. Look, I don't have any way to edit this stuff. Uh, so and uh, don't forget, you can catch uh, Stefan on our podcast, Brewbloods, Brewbloods.net. Yeah. Come listen to his episode. I don't know what we're doing, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we are going yeah. to do a um, uh, Omnipolo, uh, Outside the Lines, uh, cardamom beer, which I have had before. Absolutely love. I don't even know what cardamom tastes like, but... But my co-host, <laughs> if you're very Indian food, cardamom is pretty oh, present so now. I hated it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I, think, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Right. I'm looking forward to that. Good. <laughs>